What's up, everybody, and welcome back in at the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. Tom, we are here to recap a pretty eventful divisional weekend. A lot of fun, uh, some great games. We got championship weekend all mapped out, ready to go. How was your weekend, buddy, and are you staying warm up there or what? I'm trying, but I think the cold days are behind us. We're back above freezing for the first time in what feels like forever. Uh, but things are all good here. You were totally right. I think you said it last week on the pod. Uh, the games did a complete 180. They were much more interesting. You said last week on the pod that this is the best weekend of football. And, it and is. you're totally right. Yeah, it is. It's it, You're getting the best teams. You know, wild card weekend, particularly with the new format and the extra teams. You know, you, you're getting some teams that you try to talk yourself into. But overall, I think you kind of know when resu- once results happen, you're like, yeah, should have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. But divisional weekend, you know, with the exception of your your teams, like last year when the Giants played the Eagles, like that that game was over in two minutes. But for the most part, a lot of these games are are fun and entertaining. And dude, even starting with the first game, I mean, I know Houston lost thirty four to ten, and we're going to talk 10, about 10 how dominant the Ravens looked. It was ten ten at the half. They returned that punt. So, you know, honestly, I can't say that the Texans didn't deserve to be there, and I think they probably gave them just about as good of a game as Joe Flacco's Browns would have. Yeah, I think the Texans finished exactly where they should have. Stroud was better than even I expected or thought and made it a week longer. But then the Ravens, it was just take over time. They came out like a different team in the second half, both sides of the ball. Um, And, yeah, I think you picked the Ravens to win the Super Bowl this year. And, I mean, you're having – Outside of your picks, you're having a year. Like <laughs> I could do everything else right, other than pick the goddamn games. You're having quite a year with your feels, man, and and it's looking like all Ravens right now. They look like they. It's one of those things where it's like not only do they look like the best team in the NFL, they probably are because I think when we look at the end of the year, they by far from first game to final game have been the most consistent best team every other team has had way more hiccups than them and they've really I mean every year it seems like they get injured but they've really fought through a lot of injuries this year too I mean I know the numbers weren't really there compared to a couple of other seasons in the past but I think Lamar just based off where the Ravens are storyline and whatnot I I think he's absolutely he's gonna win MVP and he's he's a deserving one in my opinion yeah, I think this year was a lot about redemption for Lamar. I mean, the narrative with him had fallen off and, you know, it was 2019 an aberration. He hasn't finished the last two seasons. You've had Huntley starting these playoff games. Remember, um, he made the Pro Bowl last year, too. I feel like people forgot about that. Yeah, that's a joke. You're talking about Huntley, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a joke. Um, because I think, like, 15 quarterbacks – the you know, dove out of it. So he, yeah. he took a spot, but no. And then, you know, you had the whole contract negotiation too. And it was, you know, nobody offered him a deal. I think that part was overblown because it was obvious the Ravens were going to match any deal that, that a different team gave him. So I know, I think nobody felt the need to, to put that out there, but it took a while for this to get resolved. And I think Lamar came out and was like, you know what? Kind of fuck it. I'm more mature now. I'm better. I'm finally healthy. I finally have my money and my guaranteed money. And this is my franchise and let's go. And he's been on this tour de force all year, despite the injuries to Very Dobbins. quietly too. I mean, it, I don't know about you, but it just feels like people have not been, including us, by the way, 
except for you. I'll give you the credit. Well, I haven't, me. I haven't been, I, I haven't been like, pontificating about it all. I feel all like people though. haven't talked Ravens that much. You know, it, it's been, are the Bills going to do it in the AFC? The Dolphins, are the Chiefs still hanging around? And the Ravens have just been kind of over here. And then, you know, they've just been steady Eddie. I think they've been obviously the most consistent team. They're the one seed. They've been the best team. Um, I think the narrative was, you know, Buffalo, are they finally going to, are they finally going to crack through, you know, Kansas city struggling and are, are, is their championship window over there's sexier headlines. Whereas the Ravens, I think for everybody on the, in the media. And I mean, for us, when we talk on the pod, it's kind of like they've been just handling their business. So there hasn't been a lot of storylines for them. It was more, can Lamar finish the season healthy? Can they overcome these injuries? And can they win? Can Lamar play well in the postseason? Which, when we did our quarterback rankings all the way back in August, you know, I, I tried to tell you and Will, like, I'm not judging him based off of whether he's going to win a Super Bowl. It's how many quarterbacks in the NFL do I think can get me there? And Lamar's on the short list. So this has just been a really good year for him. But the defense is what needs to be talked about the most. Yes, you draft Zay Flowers. Yes, you bring in Odell Beckham Jr. Yes, you have Isaiah Likely in his second year playing great. But, Tom, to me, this is all about their defense. Their front seven is as good as is, – is better than any other team left standing. It's been the best-ranked defense in the NFL for the most part. They're versatile. Their guys can change schemes. Mike McDonald's done an exemplary job uh, handling that defense. And you just look at the players that they have. I mean, you have a Roquan Smith. You have a Kyle Hamilton. You have a Kyle Van Noy who fills his role perfectly. Even Jadavian Clowney comes in and wreaks havoc. He's good for a couple pressures a game. This team can come at you in waves, and it's so many different schemes. I think it's hard for teams to decide what their game plan should be when you're facing them. I completely agree with you. It, it's weird. I, I I can't even describe the Ravens. They they feel like the most dynamic yet at at the same time the most vanilla team. Just because they mm-hmm. do, it seems like they do the same thing every week, but they do it so well. I mean, they they kill you with defense. Lamar is going to get a hundred yards rushing. Dalvin Cook or whomever is going to come out of the woodwork. And by the way, they're going to win the Super Bowl because Dalvin Cook's somehow going to get a ring out of this. Fucking. <laughs> I mean, I don't even blame Dalvin Cook for the Jets thing. That's a whole other thing. He's a rhythm running back, and they they didn't realize Brees Hall was going to be as electric as he was to start. Who gives a fuck? I mean, just they do everything so well this year, and they finally have – not who we expected it to be, but they finally have the proper pieces around Lamar. We didn't expect it to be Isaiah Likely. We didn't expect it to be Zay Flowers, and we definitely didn't expect it to be OBJ in this fucking mash unit of running backs, but it seems to be the right combo for Lamar. Yeah, it is, and, and you know, Bateman is what he is. Odell at this point in his career is what he is, but Zay Flowers gives them a dynamic that they haven't had uh, prior to this year, well, they which is wanted a real to Hollywood to be threat. that, and he just never really was. He, he wasn't as well rounded of a receiver as a Flowers is, and and I think too, you and I talked about this on the pod. Whenever Mark Andrews got hurt, and there is talk that he's going to be able to come back this week in some capacity, but I think that injury was the best thing that happened to them because as great of a player as he is, he is Lamar's ultimate safety blanket. Yeah, now but he now he knows how to play to, without the bacon. Exactly. It's forced him to get Isaiah Likely, who's a completely different kind of tight end, involved and spread the ball throughout a little bit more. And Tom, I think another reason why they feel vanilla is Lamar's not doing the hero ball shit that he was doing in 2019. 
he's playing much more within the but confines of the he's offense. Healthy. <laughs> he's healthy, but he's also playing smarter. He's not taking these reckless abandoned plays. He's not taking all these extra hits. I think he's just, he understands what this team is and they can win with defense. We're back in 2019, you know, their defense was okay, but that was really an engine that was all on Lamar. Uh, this time it's, it's a lot different and you have the ultimate wild card in terms of special teams. Um, because you have Justin Tucker and no other team has him. Yep, no other team has him. And I mean, the kickers on all these other teams outside of Bucker remaining are shaky. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the Niners. Lamar, I think he deserves more credit, but I think he'll also get that credit if he goes out and wins the Super Bowl or maybe even goes goes ahead and wins this championship game because he's never been there. So maybe maybe it's... Maybe it's deserving that it's still a little quiet for Lamar. He's already further in the playoffs than he ever has been. That's true. I mean, I'm trying to give him a little bit of flowers here. I don't want to give him the whole bouquet, but I pulled a rose out and tried to hand it to him. So <laughs> I'm trying to give him a little something here, and I feel like a lot of stuff that I've listened to so far hasn't quite yet done that. Um, no. All right, moving on to the next game. The Niners narrowly defeat the Packers 24-21. to Um Jordan Love was incredible in this game, except for the last play when he threw the pick. Um, that was a Favre-esque interception right there. It was, and it just kills me. I was tweeting it out. I mean, three quarterbacks since 92, and they got themselves another one. He's going to be their quarterback for a long time. I think he's checked every box for me, man. That team is so young and so good. Simmons said it. You know they're going to be the sexy pick. Um, you want to talk about the Niners? Yeah, just to finish on the Packers, I mean, they what they did to Dallas already vindicated their entire season, and nobody was expecting them to win this game. The spread was, what, nine, nine and a half? Nine and a so, half, I think, yeah. Yeah, so so the fact that they made this a three-point game, and honestly, this game should have been tied if Carlson made that field goal. So it, it's I, I think when you put all things considered is, yeah, was that a terrible interception to throw? For sure. Is he going to learn from that? Yeah. I think he just knew that they weren't, he had to take a chance in that moment to beat forty to beat the 49ers, and, and hey, it didn't work out, and you hope to learn from it because you don't want to play that recklessly. But I think they acquitted themselves great. As for the 49ers, they got lucky. There's no other way to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they played like shit in this game. Debo leaves with the injury. He's 50-50 for Sunday. Uh, they're a completely different offense when he's not in there. And Brock Purdy, I know that final drive, he was awesome and slinging it. But prior to that, I mean, he had some of the worst throws you'll ever see. Grip Obviously, issues, clearly. The grip issues with the rain. So if the weather's inclement in the NFC Championship game, you know, we're going to preview that game after after we recap this weekend. But Detroit might be a little bit more opportunistic to, to, take, it, to take advantage of those mistakes. Yeah, word of advice to people who, quarterbacks who are going to throw the glove on, you better fucking commit to it because if not, it's going to become quite a story, and it has. And rightfully so. Bro, yeah. he had that pass where he had to put the ball in his left hand to wipe his hand on his pants in the middle of a it's throw. Sick, I've never though. seen that before. It's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> it looked pretty cool, especially um, in slum. Yeah, it did. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Niners, it, It's as, as a person who likes to place a bet once in a blue moon, it, it makes it really tough to handicap this game because – you're like, well, did they show a lot of chinks in the armor at the same time? And they did have that bad stretch, or is this their wake-up call? And that's kind of what you have to determine, because you're right, all accounts, they should have lost this game. Um, 
I mean, if it wasn't for McCaffrey being a straight-up superhero on a couple of those plays, they would have lost this game. But that's why you go out and get a guy like that. And he didn't get any pass rush on Jordan Love. I don't think he – was he sacked once in this game? If he was, it was once or twice. I can't remember any off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, he – I mean, that offense seemingly was able to do – a lot of whatever they wanted, and plus Aaron Jones went completely off on them. So, you know, it's it's going to be really interesting to see and to, to determine. I'm I'm going to make a pick today, but betting wise, I'm going to have to wait and see. If if Debo doesn't play, bro, it's I know we're going to preview this game. It's going to be tough for me to stick with the Niners with the spread that they got going on. Listen, I think two things could happen. Uh, um, you know, you you I think if Aaron Jones owned own the defense of San Francisco. What do you think Jameer Gibbs is going to do to Oof, him? Especially right? after right? last game. Quite a quite a second or third coming out party for his rookie season. Absolutely. But, no, as for as for San Fran, just to put a bow on him for this game. They were, by the way. They played, I, I, they played like shit and still won. So, yeah, and you got to give them that. It, it was confusing because you're at home and it's like the the, – the, Packers didn't really have any trouble with the turf or nearly as much or the grass, and they're slipping and sliding all over the place. They better get that shit figured out before this week. I mean, maybe they'll start playing with metal spikes. Who knows? <laughs> I know. We'll have to find out, and we'll see again what the weather's like and if Debo plays. Debo's a linchpin here, obviously. For sure, dude. I mean, they when they lost those three games in a row earlier this year, Trent Williams was out, Debo was out, and Brock Purdy may or may not have been concussed, but however you want to slice it, their offense was nowhere close to the offense we've been seeing. And you're right. You have McCaffrey because if they didn't have McCaffrey in this game, they probably lose. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, you made a couple of big plays, but McCaffrey yep. broke this game a couple of times. Um, next game, electric game, the lions defeat the Buccaneers 31 to 23. Baker was very, very good for, most of that game, and then just threw a pick that you can't throw to end it. But he was trying to make a play. They would have had to do it. Takes an too many kick. goddamn sacks. He does. I mean, he's. Uh, I think that honestly, dude, I think that's a combo of height and just the, his style. I swear yeah, to God, he, if Baker he was six five, last second. if Baker was six five, and he saw that pressure, I swear to God, he wouldn't take that many sacks. I don't think it's anything aside from the fact he just can't see it. Regardless, he's taken way too many sacks, and it kills me. Um but you mentioned the Lions. I mean, for me, it just kind of felt like the Lions were just a bit better of the team and that the Bucks had three and a half quarters and they just didn't have four in them. Yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty good assessment. I mean, it's an eight-point game that could have been a two-point game, that could have been a 14-point game. Um, you know, when Tampa got punched it felt like in the, the mouth, right they team won. back. But it, 100%. It never felt like the Lions were going to lose this game, even when Tampa had their moments. To me, the, the crowd was too good. Um, golf was too good. It was kind of a defensive battle there for a little bit in the second quarter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the right team won. And this is why, you know, when you look at the playoff bracket when it comes out after week 18 – Right. I mean, you're thinking, oh, Detroit, it's a great story, but are they even going to get past uh, McVeigh and, and Stafford? And then they're probably going to have to play this weird Eagles team, but they didn't have to do that. So getting that three seed was huge for them. And Tampa, 
listen, great story. You won a terrible division. You were nine and eight again. You kicked the living shit out of Philly, which was really a dead team walking, but can't take any credit away from them. I thought their defense was going to be better and their run defense in particular. We know their secondary blows, but Detroit was able to run pretty much at will on them. And that did surprise me. I don't know about you. No, it did too. And it, Again, leaves leaves a little concern for the Niners, who, like you said, they just got gashed by Jones, and I mean Gibbs just had a coming out party. Plus, they got that ram of a guy in Montgomery right behind him. Um, you know, for me, the thing that was sticking out, and I was asking myself, is like, I don't know if he should win it, but how is Golf not even getting any talk for comeback player of the year? I know, I, I don't know what the stipulations are, what you have to come back from, but Flacco played four games. Hamlin, I know it was amazing, but I mean. He couldn't even convert convert that fourth down. Is that mean of me to say? Well, no, because he's a football player now. But we we understand the story, and I he's think golf w- needs a little more love, bro. I mean, he well, put he, together he a was great really season. good in the second half of last year. Remember, was, they were like but, one and seven. But I think, I think he's, he, he's a competent quarterback, dude. I think the narrative with him has always been wrong. I think he opinion. deserves. I think he deserves some type of an award. I don't know. Maybe the maybe he gets a trophy for the quarterback that gave that gave the Lions two two. He should get a ring just for winning two. Well, you two know what games he is. Lion. I will tell you this. I never thought that he would last that long in Detroit when they made that trade because the team was so bad. It was year one of Campbell. Is this guy going to figure it out? They win what three games his first year. Playing behind a terrible offensive line. They don't have much skill position players. They kind of admitted that they were going in a different transition phase, right? So I expected him to kind of be the bridge for so they could draft one of these generational guys. But the 2022 draft didn't really have any, so they didn't go there. And he played really well down the stretch last year to get them. Remember, they beat the Packers in Week 18, and his good play allowed them to say, we're going to draft around you instead of your replacement. And I think you see him. I always said this with him, and I know I can't remember if it was you or Will who I I had a a strong argument against. But I'm like, the guy doesn't suck. He took a really good Rams team to the Super Bowl. I've never thought he sucked. I mean. So I think it was was Will. It was one of the years we did our quarterback tiers. And I'm like, listen, he he leaves something to be – desired he, he's a little bit of a garoppolo type but he's a really good quarterback it, he has a ceiling for sure and it, he's not going to be mahomes or allen or guys like that but he's a really solid quarterback and when you see the running game around him and a really good offensive line which they have and they're building up a, that he's defense. very good yeah no yeah. absolutely he he really is and i'm i just think again i'm trying to give out flowers to some guys who i feel like aren't getting enough maybe golf's it, getting a little more than than uh than Lamar right now, but I don't know. I just think the the he's the first quarterback to lead them to a playoff victory too since since probably World War Two. Nineteen fifty seven was the last year they won two playoff games. Yeah, okay. The World Detroit's War Two would like ended how many that. years earlier? <laughs> I was yeah, pretty damn years. close. Twelve years before it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A preteen before it. That's pretty good. I was pretty close, thank you. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Lions, incredible year. Um, and the Bucks just they 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 died where they were supposed to die. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the final game. Uh, another thing, I think these two games, when we just recapped, and this game might have been my two favorite games of the year, or at least two favorite playoff games. Uh, they were they were phenomenal, bro. Buffalo. For, before we talk about this game. I, I, I got to talk about the the timeline of Taylor Swift here. 
from <laughs> okay. the eyes of a producer of a football team. I mean, it goes from at first like, all right, there's rumors Taylor's going to be at this game, the first one. And all right, let's let's just you know let's show her on TV once just to let everybody know she's here. And then if if Travis catches a touchdown, we'll show her again celebrating. And then a couple of weeks later, it was like, okay, that was pretty good. Let's let's just show her to let everybody know she's there a couple of times. And then every time Travis makes a catch, we'll do it. And then it went to okay, that worked pretty well. So let's show her once every every commercial break, going into commercial. And then every time Travis breathes on the field. <laughs> just, just it's getting a little colder, so you can see his breath now. Every time he takes a breath and blows it out, I want you to, I want you to pan to Taylor. And now it's just like, okay, every time I don't care if Travis is on the field or not. Every time the Chiefs make a positive play, let's just show him. Because fucking, I don't even think Kelsey was on the field when Pacheco ran that touchdown in, and they're already going to her. It's like Pacheco has a mom. Maybe he's married too. Show her in the crowd or or him. I don't judge. She's not the biggest star in the world. Yeah, but you know what? what? That's not what football is about. It's a team uh, sport. Listen, I have my conf- I have my internal conflict. With and this, I love Taylor you know, Swift. I don't want any you beef know with I the love Swifties, Taylor. including you. I'm a, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I love her music. I, I find her, just as her own subject, incredibly fascinating. Uh, she's the biggest star in the world. But I have football for, you know, I, I'm good. I don't need Taylor Swift in my football. Let's but I certainly understand what everybody's doing. I, I totally get it. What And you know what? I would tell you this. I don't need all the same goddamn terrible coaches interviews in the in the oh, yeah. ha- end of the half and all that. They want to show her 10,000 times. It does not ruin Let's go it for, for a me, separate channel. But I understand what your point is. Separate feed. Nowadays, everything's streaming. Everything's digital. You can have a million feeds. Let's just – for the Super Bowl, whoever has it this year, who has it? NBC? CBS. CBS. Okay, they got their Paramount app, right? Just like ESPN Plus has 700 feeds of the game where you can watch me and Sean commentate on a game. Just have, That'd be great. Just have one where it's just a camera on Taylor, the whole Taylor cam at the Super Bowl. And then you can have Usher cam at this. Just have a feed of every celebrity. Just have a camera, like a vlog camera. Follow them around. And then put I the love, goddamn game on the real TV. I love that you put you and me in the same category as Taylor Swift. We're really moving up in the world. Um, I try. But, I will, but I'll, listen, man, like – I, I understand it. I totally get it. It doesn't dilute the product for no, me. No, it's but, not that. I'm only I, Romo, I'm just on the CBS note, though. Oh. Fucking Romo's called her his wife like four times that I've heard. Listen, because they've done a lot of Chiefs Get it games, right, Romo. Obviously. And She's he's still like, a miss. Even, even yesterday, he's like, oh, you know, there's because obviously Jason Kelsey was an absolute menace and, and that was phenomenal. But he goes like, yeah, well, you know, that's that's going to be uh, that's her brother in law right there. It's like, do you know something I don't, Romo? Because maybe I don't, he does. They're not married. Maybe, maybe they're maybe engaged he and he's and he's Romo can be a bit of a. Bit of a blonde, you know. No offense there's, to the blondes out there. There's been some Freudian slips with him, unless you know. Unless maybe he really maybe he knows something we don't, and there was a secret engagement, and and the ring actually Kelsey bought an invisible ring. It's actually um, he spent so much money on it. It's actually a digital ring. Um, well, I I wish them nothing but the best, but of course, listen. I like the fact that 
you know, you and I come from the same place of the sport is the, the networks are going to get their money's worth when you have the biggest star in the world who's dating one think of about the how many games people, biggest think players. Think about how many people just – who cares if they even watch it just started talking about it because of that. I don't blame them. Of course they're yeah. going to show Taylor Swift. If they could, they would just have a, have Taylor Swift in the big box, her face, and then have the game in the little box. Well, I'll tell you this, and, and they said it on Simmons and uh, and Cousin Sal were talking about it. There's going to be a lot of motivation. We're going to find oh, out yeah. how scripted the NFL is because they want her there. Uh, and then to just, you know, interrupt Usher probably. Is at CBS? No, it's, I was, was going to say, thank God we don't have an NBC Super Bowl this year because they could just be like, oh, well, playing through works so well with golf that we'll just do it with Taylor and the, <laughs> and the, and the Super Bowl. That would be Bowl. so great. No, 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 uh, no A-singer for that one. Nansen, Nansen, the CBS crew professional. Yes, thank God. Um, all right, let's talk about the actual game that was played because it was, it was an awesome game. Um, and for me, I, I mean, it just, it like, if you're, the thing that was really glaring at me is if you're Stefan Diggs and you talk all this noise and you make a big stink and whatnot, one, you got to catch that ball, and two, you got to make more plays, bro. I, I didn't see you open all game. That's the person I'm very disappointed in. Days of him being a number one are over. Uh, yeah, I, maybe he lost a step. I don't know what it is, but, like, bro, that ball hit you in the numbers from you couldn't a thousand yards away. Better. And what a throw he made to number 10. I forgot his name. Um, oh, uh, Shakir. Shakir. Just an absolute dot. I thought Allen was incredible. Um, I was uh, just there. There was a lot of defensive plays that should have been made, and, and Allen missed a few throws. But in my opinion, this game was all about the quarterbacks. It's kind of our version of Brady and Manning as we get older. Um, I, I think I would give Allen a B plus, and I would just give Mahomes the most mediocre A minus. But he's just so incredible that it would have been the game of a lot of other quarterbacks' life, and it was just a whatever for him. He made every play that he had to, and he got the fuck out of there. See, it's funny that you say this game to you was more about the quarterbacks. I, I totally get that, but to me, it was about both teams' running games. Oh yes, because I'm, it took I'm a actually, lot yes. of pressure yeah. off of them. Where listen, Allen definitely was not held. I, I think missing Gabe Davis, I mean, turned out to be something really big. Obviously, that throw that he made, you know, that had Shakir wide open in the end zone there on that third down. Um, if his offensive lineman wasn't being pushed into his lap, he he makes that throw every single time. Honestly, but, bro, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it felt like oh, they good. left. They probably left at least a touchdown, if not a, if not ten points on the board. I think they should have won this game, 100. But I think I think you can look back at a lot of these Bills Chiefs games. I mean, obviously CBS was documenting this of entire kind of mini mini rivalry, and of course, I think but it's when you're when you're Josh Allen. And yep. you haven't won the big one, and you never beat this team, and you never got over the hump. You got to win this game. You also kind of hope that this would be the year he would do it, right? Because if you want to kind of play that comparison game to Peyton and Brady, Peyton could never beat Brady because all those games were in Foxborough, and the year he finally got him was the year it was in Indy against a Patriot team that had no wide receivers and yep. uh, and a struggling Patriot offense. And you kind of had the same narrative here. Now. Um, I would not say that this version of the Bills was as good as that version of the Colts because let's remember the Bills were fighting for their playoff lives after being 6-6. Six and six. Yep. But they were kind of getting their shit together. They ran the ball really well once Joe Brady took over the offensive play calling. 
And Tom, honestly, to me, you got them at home. You got a weakened team. You still let Travis Kelsey score two touchdowns on you. But this Bills, I mean, the Bills were so depleted. Their defense was already a sieve coming into this game with all the injuries they got. They had a couple more in this game. Eventually, you get to a point where you you just can't sustain it anymore, and you need Allen to throw on that superhero cape. Um, you were hoping that he would, but. It kind of felt like the Chiefs are that version of the Patriots from the mm-hmm. later years. You're going to have to beat them. They're just going to figure it out. You're going to have to beat their ass, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. Like It's just like the Celtics to the Pistons and the Pistons to the Bulls. Like You're not, you're not going to get lucky against this team. You're going to have to go out and beat their ass to win this game. And it's so cliche saying that, but it really does feel this way. And it's just like, Alan, you are going to have to go out and have your game where it's like the highlight that they show when you get into the Hall of Fame, if you ever do, because you're not going to beat this team any other way. This team was depleted. How many times were we saying the Chiefs were done? And it doesn't matter. They're here at the end. And Alan, again, whether it's his fault or not, the team didn't get it done. Unfortunately, it happened in a... A traumatic way, to say the least, for for fandom, for the for the Bills fans. But oh. it shouldn't have come down to that. Is my whole point. No. It shouldn't have no, freaking shouldn't. come down to that. And I was so disappointed. I think they should have fired. Um, is it McDermott, Shaw McDermott? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, why are you guys playing for overtime there? Just to leave well, it up to the yeah. miss. Like, well, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You're driving down the field. And then you get to that spot and you just stop. Like, keep your momentum going. There's plenty of time left. You have all three of your timeouts. And you know what? Why are you going to force overtime? I know you're at home. But, like, Patrick Mahomes is nine and whatever as an underdog on the road. Like, we can see how this storybook is going to go if this shit goes to overtime. And he didn't even need it to go to overtime. But still, like, just fucking take the win right there. You guys are not the team that has won the championship before. You're not the pedigree team. Take the win when you see it. It just kills me. Agree with everything you said. Um, You know, I I didn't understand Allen throwing the ball away on third and ten there on that rollout. No, that was just such a terrible play design. It's like... Uh, I, 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 it just makes me like, okay, then you guys are clearly conceding overtime as if as if him making a field goal is an automatic, as if they're just going to throw those three points up there for you. Nope, they right. missed. You, instead of giving yourself multiple options and actual, actually running three solid plays instead of doing what they did and then saying, okay, you know, we, we took our shots. Now we're going to kick the field goal as a last resort. They left it as their only resort. With a guy that's not automatic no. by any stretch of the imagination in Tucker. those conditions, you didn't yeah. have Butker. It's like it's it, it was asinine, and I think the coach with with the coaching candidates that are out there right now, I, I think that they should have. I think they should have canned him because well, he was you, already you, on the hot seat. Not to mention, yeah, you, you set this whole thing up perfectly because I was just going to ask you what's next for the Bills, like. I, are they have they gone as far as we think they can? I mean, the yeah, Texans I think it's are a, up and coming. I don't know. There's a lot the of worst. good teams. Uh, well, yeah, and then you look at it, and it's like you look at it this from a from a Ravens perspective, from a Bills perspective, anybody in the AFC that's competing, and it's like you you got to be the Ravens this year because the, you got to smell blood in the water because it's like okay, the Chiefs are down this year, like you said, they yeah. are the 07 Pats this year. We got to go and get it. And and the Bills had their worst year in a few, and they they look like they're a team right now that's fractured. 
I mean, I don't think – would you be shocked if Diggs is on this team next year? Or I, would be, team? I, I actually would be shocked if he was on the team. I, I think that they're going to move off of him. I That's been a tenuous relationship now. I mean, for, for me, it's like guys, guys like him and A.J. Brown and stuff, like it's like you guys can't – you guys are not T.O. You can't pull the T.O. bullshit. You're not that good. They are good, no. but they ain't, you know, Hall of Fame good. Not yet. I mean, Diggs has had a great career, and he he definitely was the reason that that team turned around for a couple different reasons. Allen got more mature. They had Brian Dable as an offensive coordinator. Oh, and the team uh, just got better in, around him, Yeah, the, and the team got better, and they brought in a lot of studs on defense. But, yeah, I mean, this is their kryptonite. And I'm seeing Yankees-Astros comparisons. It's not the same fucking thing. You know, it's it's a very different it's a very different circumstance in regards to the Bills. You know, yeah, they've had struggles beating the Chiefs, but they got dismantled at home last year by the Bengals. Like they've had their opportunities to go into yeah, the Yankees still beat situations. the Yankees still beat Minnesota in the wild card series. The Yankees still beat you know Cleveland the Guardians. Yeah, 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 like it, it, we're not losing to. Yes, we struggle with the Astros. Don't get me wrong, but we're not. We're also not turning around and losing to you know joke teams. Although the Yankees did miss the playoffs this year, but still they have had but more you, success. But you understand so that's a where I'm coming comp. from. Poopy. Yeah, it, it's a poopy comp. I don't like it. It's not 100 percent valid. And and I definitely look at McDermott as a coach, where it's like, listen, you 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 laid it all out there in the middle of the season. You fired your coordinators. Um, that's the last ditch effort, you know, to save your own job. You had that whole thing that came out about his 9-11 speech from four years ago, whatever the hell that was. That doesn't help when you're losing games. But to cre- to his credit, the team really rebounded, and they had some great wins. But they also had some wins where they snuck by. I referenced that Easton Stick game, you know, 22-21 in San Diego or in, in uh, Los Angeles against the, the Chargers. They they only beat the Dolphins 21-14 to get to the division. Um they weren't a great team, but neither were the Chiefs, and that's kind of my point. No, and if you look at this you game. You could have gone and gotten them. Yeah, and if you look at this game like these players and the coaches are going to look at it like individually this game alone, you got to be kicking yourself. Really yep. do. Because they should have they should have been able to win this game by a touchdown. I mean. Windows in the NFL, they close really fast, bro. Yeah, unless now, you have unless you have – a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes or a Joe Montana. But you Montana. have a Josh Allen, and he yep. should alone win you nine to ten games a year. Yeah, Josh Allen's in an, Josh Allen is in an interesting spot where it's like every team except for I'd say Cincinnati and Kansas City and maybe L.A. for the delusional Chargers fans. Oh, um, stop it! Would would take Josh Allen in a heartbeat, but at the same time, I mean, we haven't seen it yet. We've seen it with Lamar now. You can say he's gotten him to a championship game. So, I mean, the Josh Allen talk has got to start. It's going to be all offseason. Offseason topics are going to be the Packers are the next big team and Josh Allen. Well, it depends on who gets hired as a head coach, but can Josh Allen do it? Well, the one thing I will say about that, and yes, I think two things are true. One, you got to question how far, you know, why does he continue to come up short in some of these games you look at to win? I mean, you know, that fucking 22 divisional round game at the Chiefs, the 13 second game. There's nice nothing fault. he could have done there. The ball. He literally led them. On, he literally led them on a game tying drive right before that. So it was not his fault. But, you know, the other thing, too, is, I mean, I watched a lot of Bills games this year. I know you did, too. And they're they're in your division. 
this team probably wins five or six games if they don't have Josh Allen. So it's, yep. it, it kind of goes back to that conversation. Of, I'm rooting for him, man. Michaela said yeah. she thought he was handsome, so I'm, I'm rooting He's for him. He's a very good-looking man. He is. He is. He's a great-looking guy. Um, you know, not too many people can rock that jawline where it's like, uh, like you were a ch- I could tell you were a <laughs> who's chubby the, kid. Who's his, who's his girl? Who the fuck is he dating? I don't know. I can look it up. Somebody for you. famous. Haley, sure Stein- Haley Steinfeld, I think. Yeah, I think so. He's a big time golf guy too. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know you were so up on the pop culture. I should really Listen, be asking I'm, you more I, about I pop can, culture. I can, I can surprise you sometimes. Yeah, I, we should really do more pop culture. I'm with not you. I, but, I mean, T, I'm not diving into TMZ or any of that shit. But I, I, it's I can, interesting I that have. you know this shit. But the last time you actually finished a series more than two episodes was like what 2004. When, when your parents you, made you I watch know Barney, what the fuck is going on? We did Thrones <laughs> porn, and there was—I knew Game of Thrones was going on. I'm not watching it, but yeah, I didn't make it very far there either. Um, I forgot segment, about that. That was classic. Um, yes, you were right. Accurate, accurate call. That is his girlfriend. She is. Uh, she's pretty. Um, yeah, you say that. But yeah, just to put a bow on it for me, I was I was extremely disappointed on how, especially that second half, including especially the fourth quarter, was handled by. By the coaching staff, um, but I think there Let's was a couple Let's give Kansas more. City's defense credit, too. They were for getting sure. gashed for a while, and they got very stingy there in the second half. Spags made some made some adjustments that, that really helped them. And by the way, add this to my argument that I've been screaming at since we started this podcast. Add this tape to the ledger of why you don't draft running backs early. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pacheco by is the an way, angry motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, and I really like Cook. I know they drafted him higher. He was early in the second round. Yeah, but Ty Johnson, I, I forgot he was on the Jets. I really like that guy. Yeah, he he had so many good runs. Me and Michaela were watching the game. She was like, "Who is this guy?" Because she was like, "The other guy was getting so much run," and I was like, "Yeah, he used to be on the Jets, of course." <laughs> I forgot the name always sounded familiar. I was watching them play. I think it was like week he was always explosive, and and yeah. there was times where we were just like, "Let's get him more run," but. They never, they would never do it. I mean, every team looks, every guy looks better when you're running behind a better offensive line. Yeah, of Josh course. Allen playing, but uh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's look a at good Dalvin player. Cook. Uh, yeah, oh, for Baltimore, yeah, <laughs> I know. Seriously, it's it's crazy. Um, okay, championship weekend is set. We're gonna start in the AFC. Yep, Tom, this game is fucking awesome. Would it's you like me to give game. you a line? Yes, I think I I think I heard these when I listened to Simmons and and Sal, but we'll see if I remembered them. Okay, sorry, my fan. There was a loading. I'm gonna start using different books every week until FanDuel sponsors us. I don't. I yeah, feel we like give we're them a lot of them a we give them a lot love, of play. a little too much, a lot too much. Um, all right, NFL. Let's get We've over. We've been using here. them for years. Yeah, no, we have. Um. All right, first game, like you said, Sunday at three oh one. Um, I think I think this is the better of the two. I don't know. They're both really fucking good games. Another great weekend. Um, Chiefs travel to Baltimore. What's the spread? Let's see, let's test your memory. Really, at this point, Ravens minus three. Nope, Ravens minus three and a half. Okay, that was close. I think it's gonna drop. Forgot to about three. the hook. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, Tom, where are you leaning here? Uh, yeah, um, you know what, Sean? I I went against the champ, and I and I still am sitting here thinking I was right. But you know what? The, the Chiefs are playing, and the Bills aren't. And I'm not going against the champ again. 
I, I won't okay. do it. I made that mistake too many times. I picked them to win last year, and I, I rode them all year, and I, I don't know why I'm shying away from them. I know that they look like shit, but then Rice somehow makes a play, and Kelsey somehow turns into Kelsey. He always makes big plays in these games. Taylor, I mean, how many pans do you think we'll have? I'm putting the over-under at 22. I'm taking the Chiefs plus Is Jason going to be in the – is Jason Hell Kelsey yeah. going to be in the stands again? Because if he's shirtless again, they're going to show more of him than they're going to show Taylor. I'm shocked that Fox or, or whoever has this game, I'm shocked none of these channels have asked him to come down and do something on the sidelines just just to have like five seconds of him on nah, TV shirtless. he wants to fucking crush beers with the fans and step out of the suite. I love it. I, I love that too. What do you think? So before I make my pick, I see two ways this game could go. I wonder if you want to if you want to kind of feel this out a little bit. So okay. the first way I see this game going is the Ravens kind of just conti- show that they're the dominant team and that mm-hmm. the Chiefs had their fun, but the Ravens win this game something like I don't know thirty one to seventeen, something like that, and they run all over them, converting third downs. Uh, Kansas City's not on the field that much, and Lamar has a day. The other way I see this is is a game where we're getting closer to overtime and that championship pedigree is going to have to take over and Kansas city and Mahomes make one more play and they win something like by walk off field goal or something like that. Um, I don't see a way the chiefs blow out Baltimore. So those are the two scenarios I see. Do you, do you lean either direction there? I mean, my, just by my eyes are telling me take the Ravens, but, you know, my brain slash heart is telling me take your second scenario. So I, I just, it's so yeah. hard with this game, man. I, so I really I'll don't do know. One, I'll do one more end of the Brady era New England comp. That 2018 AFC Championship game at Freezing Arrowhead where the D Ford offsides. Kansas City was the better team. They were playing at home. Mahomes was the MVP. It made no sense that the Patriots won that game, but they were just a little bit more prepared and they did the little things better. Does Kansas city do that? Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Ravens, but it's a tough decision. I just think, I think it's Lamar's year and they're going to get in. They're the better team. So that's, I'm going to take the Ravens minus the three and a half. I'm going to take the chiefs plus three and a half. He sold me on it. I'm going to root for the Ravens. I'd like to see Lamar get it. I love to see greatness. So I'd like to see that, but some guy pretty great on the other side. So, I'm yep. going to roll with him. I'm not making that mistake again until I see him down. I, I hope that this game is as epic as it could be because it has all the ingredients for a classic. Yeah, let's just hope it doesn't turn into a blowout either way. Um, all right, next game we're traveling out to San Francisco. Let's hope for Brock Purdy's sake the weather's a little better than <laughs> this past weekend, um, although I would have taken that weather any day of the week over what I was dealing with. Um, what's the line here? I'm say 49ers minus seven and a half. Do you just have memory? It's seven. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm right there. It's not like I'm off by 15 numbers. I, I You heard the lines before, and they I haven't moved. I listened to the pod at like six this morning. That was like 14 hours ago. Whatever, man. Um, I got the Niners. I've done a lot since then. I, I got the Niners in this one. Um. I'm just going I'm, to I'm, – we're picking early here. We always do it, and we never tweet out replacement picks. So I'm just going to roll with it, hope that Debo plays, hope the weather is not as misty in San Fran. And I, I just think they had their wake-up call. There's no way their defense is not going to get 
like no pressure on Jared Goff. And if there's any pressure on Jared Goff, it's going to look a hell of a lot different than it did last week against Tampa. So I'm, I'm rolling with the Niners. 49ers are obviously the better team. I had this thought today. I wonder if you'd agree. I'm getting some Cincy 2022 vibes from this Lions team. Remember the Bengals, you know, they're a tormented franchise, not as tormented as the Lions, but honestly, who is, um, you know, they, they go out to Arrowhead. They kind of had this little run. They won some nice games, but you expect them to just get rocked. The chiefs have been to two straight super bowls, won the first, lost the second. And you just don't think it's going to be close. Cause when did the Bengals ever win anything? And Burrow goes into Arrowhead and beats the Chiefs. Like I'm kind of getting some of those vibes this year um, from this Big Lions difference team. between those two parallels. One team had okay. Joe Burrow, and the other team has Jared Goff. Yeah, and, but we didn't know Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow yet. We knew he was very good, but sure. But also, Joe Burrow was in his what second or third year, and Jared yeah. Goff's got a full body of work. And I hear, I hear. Your I'm just telling sure. you because I, I listen. I know that they didn't get great pressure on Jordan Love, but that that uh, that front is gonna be killing golf, and I think he's gonna throw a couple slot, a couple scared, not even sloppy, a couple scared picks. Yeah. Um. There's gonna be a couple of throws. Fred that Warner just... will be lurking somewhere and pick one off, and exactly. you wonder where the hell he came from. Yeah. Exactly. So, as long as well, as long as they don't have um, who was the guy? Who was it? Was it the, was it on San Francisco? The guy that got two picks, and it was like, just go down, just go down, stop trying to score. You're yes, slow. yes. At the end of the game, like, what the fuck are you he doing? He did that um, earlier in the game. That was his second pick of the day, and he tried to run the other one back and ended up almost. I think he fumbled that one. I don't even remember. Uh, idiots. By the way, just last thing, uh, I, I need to I need to mention this earlier, and I forgot. Andy Reid, stop running gadget plays for fucking McCole Hardman. No wonder the Jets ditched him. What a bu- the guy drops everything that's in his hands. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, I know. Um, he should go. Okay. He should run track or something. You don't have to catch. Things. Oh, terrible. Um, at least they got a catch out of Valdez Scantling. That was nice. Um, I think I'm going to take the 49ers. I, I, there is some Lions. Nobody expects them to go in there and win. So can they pull an upset? If Purdy really sucks, they have a shot. Debo doesn't play, obviously weakens them. We don't know whether he's going to play or not, but I just have a very hard time thinking that the Detroit Lions are going to go into Levi Stadium and beat the 49ers. Like, I just, I can't see it. Agree, and also, you know, you you mentioned the the storyline kind of thing, and we'll see what the NFL wants. I I mean, this Lions thing has been a lot of fun, but don't you think they'd want the Niners in the Super Bowl? For sure. Um, but I will tell you this. With the spread, I will take the Lions with the spread in this game. I'll take them in the plus seven. Okay. I don't like that, but okay. Okay. I've been wrong before. I mean, hey, they got to play the games, right? Hey, I, I picked I picked San Francisco last week, and they won by three. I think it was nine last week. So. Yeah, but, you know, one of the things is you don't pick a team. You don't pick a team in the playoffs that you don't think could win the game outright. I hear you. You're 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 the handicapper of the two of us. I just don't know if they're right now the way I look at it, I don't know if they're seven points better than the Lions. I hear that. I hear that. All right, man, you got anything else? I'm fucking pumped for championship weekend, man. Uh we got a lot on the docket. We gotta talk some golf. Uh, yeah, we got a golf pod coming up. A little, little preview. I'm gonna unveil my new foursome. I'll We're tell you what, I asked you to text me and guess and you didn't get that drift twice so why don't you no. guess my foursome at the end of this pod all right fine um 
is Sahith in there for you? No. Ludwig? No, tempting though. <laughs> uh, Victor? Mm-mm. Well, I'm over three, so <laughs> yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> we're gonna unveil. You're gonna unveil it in a proper fashion on Wednesday. Um, we're gonna do golf pod. We've also got some NBA. We're just over two weeks from the trading deadline. Things are yeah. Heating we'll up. talk a little NBA once once we're prepared. Maybe some Will so, Smith. I don't know. I got to talk to him. I haven't reached out, and to be honest, I'm gonna put the hand up on that one. Listen, um, Will. Will's Kansas Jayhawks lost the other day to West Virginia. It's been a rough week for him. I know. Um, he's going to think that I'm doing this on purpose, but it's really just that I suck at planning things and I need to be I'd also like it. to think that he would like to get some thoughts off his chest unless he's the kind of person where maybe if we don't talk about it for a while, we'll just forget. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll forget about a Kansas loss in January, but I don't think sure. we're going to forget about that Cowboys I loss. I only brought that up soon. because that was just on the heels of everything else. Like, as a multi-sports <laughs> fan, you kind of you kind of pick your spots where when one of your team just kills you, you're like, well, at least I have them, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I don't know <laughs> what that feels like. No. We should talk some college hoops soon, too. So yeah, anybody, you're right. Obviously, we got we got a lot of content coming your way. Yes, everybody. So follow us on Twitter at Sorry Sports, and we'll be talking to you soon. Take care.